Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Before we begin, I want to remind everybody that we do have a Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon now available. Three different levels there, and the top level, King Kayfaber, gives you access to this actual recording. We're having a conversation with the King Kayfabers right now as we speak. The various levels do include access to the videos early ahead of time, give you a leg up on the kayfabe effect. If you see a book before everybody else sees the video, you'll be able to get it at the best prices. And we have had videos where books just completely disappear or the prices skyrocket. So check out Cartoonist Kayfabe's Patreon and see if one of those levels fits you. Also, Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make. You can see our bibliography here. I have Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live, and The Plain Janes available in print now. My next book is Street Angel Princess of Poverty. This will be out later this spring from Image Comics, and it will collect all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadly Scroll Live. So a perfect set to complete your Street Angel collection. Ed Piscor has... Red Room, X-Men Grand Design, Hip Hop Family Tree, and WYSIWYG. Huge announcement on Hip Hop Family Tree. There's an omnibus coming out later this year. You want to pre-order that one now? 140 extra pages in that. So an amazing book if you've missed any of those volumes. Or if you're looking for the perfect gift for a friend, that is the place to start. And Ed Piscor's Red Room Crypto Killers. Issues 1 and 2 are now available for pre-order. These will be coming out in a couple of months. But you can see the cover previews here. This is the standard cover. There is a sketch cover that's coming out. This has been long requested, and it scares me to think of what will be done to these sketch covers. I am contributing my set of variants, including issue number one here. You can see an homage to Rob Liefeld's Youngblood, one of the important creator comics in my life. And here is a cover for Red Room Crypto Killers number two. All right, so on to today's video, Judge Dread, Heavy Metal Dread. And the reason that I scoop this book up simon bisley doing about half the artwork in this issue this was done late 80s early 90s time frame so before judgment on gotham the yeah. batman judge dread crossover that bisley painted see our video on that one to see more great <laughs> judge dread simon bisley artwork yeah before he came to the states really like yes very early in his career yeah. um it was actually commissioned by some music magazine is where these stories started out and eventually they find their way into the magazine, the, yeah. the Judge Dredd magazine, and uh, controversial because of their violence. <laughs> so think about that for a minute, everybody at home. It's, a, it's yeah, you, you know, like the, the British, they have like the video nasties sex, you know, uh, movies that are on yes. that, that list. And it's stuff that we consider placid and, and like not that big of a deal. So like violence, you know, that's the whole shtick, right? Like, like titties and stuff, cool, violence, no. And we're the opposite. Exactly. And so when you get a guy like Bisley who's leaning into the violence, you see a chainsaw uh, and, and the results of that chainsaw coming along. So the, the violence is here from the beginning with that toothbrush splattering blood on all of this artwork. Totally. They're uh, all somewhat music themed, not the best stories. You know, these stories don't stand out to me at all. Like I'm here for the Bisley art. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's... Um, <laughs> Pulling his nose off. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it's abuses traditional comics making like uh, establishing shots backgrounds things yeah, like forget that. that like that's all that's all out of here man you're drawing ghastly crazy imagery like that right there that's a burn victim face like like i know the reference to that i feel like man like that i think that's a real human yeah it's funny uh i, I it looks like a name might have been removed here this is a reference to the who's uh you know, Tommy Who is is your name in the title, and I don't see it here, so it makes me wonder if that was something that maybe someone said, you know what, you're not reprinting that name. There is a story in the Future Shock documentary 
where he put the name of a dentist and the dentist the office was adjacent to the 2000 AD offices so like the chances of this guy seeing it was like so good and they had to like destroy plates and scratch That's films funny. and all kinds of <laughs> shit to make sure that this never comes out like I wonder if, if, if it's that but uh, dude what we're getting here is cartooning in paint. That's exactly right. And you just never got much of that before. You would have your Sienkiewicz, but he would be playing it kind of straight. It's the piece that I love in Bisley's work because you get this stuff, this this guy's head just exploding as he's playing. Uh, they call these pinball, like they're love machines, the illegal yeah. love machines. And so like he's building to this climax and you see a lot of uh, head trauma throughout this collection. But that's what you get that is missing everywhere. You know, if you look at background supporting characters, they're all caricatures and cartoons. Totally. And it's really a great element whenever you juxtapose that with this kind of like painted graphic violence next to a cartoon. These are like uh, Looney Tunes for our generation. Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, Bisley, he's such an interesting guy because he is just my, like before my my time. Like, the like it all works out, it, it, the, the math of it. Like, you would have been the age of like the kids that were fucking with the Bisley stuff when I was like a little dude. And those same kids were the tank girl heads and the Jimmy yeah, exactly. cats. Like, like it's just a f few years older than me. Like the kids who had Voltrons were the Bisley kids and the, uh, and the, um, what you call it, man? Who else did I name? The, uh, uh, Jamie Hewlett. Hewlett yeah. Yeah. And that's what you see here because Today, we get access to Jamie Hewlett and Simon Bisley all over the internet. Like, there's no distinction. But back then, it's like, I'm buying Marvel and DC off the rack, and then you see this kind of, like, Batman treatment. Like, this stuff, taboo isn't even the right word. Like, we look at bootlegs, and we get excited to see, like, weird versions of these known licensed characters. And that's what you were getting, this, like, complete lack of respect for the institutions. It feels very British. I love this character design with this big metal teeth Little jaw. jaw. And of course, biting Batman's head off. And you know, it's got a hinge, like it's total, total cartooning stuff, man. Uh, what did Brian Bolin tell us about the uh, Judge Dredd bike? Easy to do front view. Front view. <laughs> not a lot of, uh, not a lot of perspective on that bike. This became a pretty iconic image. I feel like that's been used on covers and maybe even posters. Versions of it also. It became, it became a motif where people would do their kind of profile, big gun Judge Dredd image. Reminds me so much of the Mobius Batman stuff we looked at. Yeah. You know, just complete like. I don't know about disdain, but there's no respect shown <laughs> for, for those institutions. And again, just violence, you know, shooting through a head, face blowing out the back of the helmet, eyes just bouncing free. This one looks older. This is not Biz. Oh, okay. This is not Biz. And the other, John Hinkleton is the other artist who's highlighted in this. This is like, uh, but it has it like up. Brendan McCarthy shit in here. There is a Brendan McCarthy story, yeah. Um, this one is Colin McNeil. So there's a couple of these stories that are not our, our two main artists in there. Uh, looks pretty good to me, you know? Yeah, they always put their, their A-listers on on uh, Dread, for sure. This is hilarious. Blows up this guy in this wheelchair, right? He lands without a head, and then the head falls on top yeah, with genius. a plop. It's genius, man. We've got Lemmy Kilmeister, man, keeping with our musical themes. Yeah, Johnny Biker. And you can almost see uh, Bisley kind of working through certain styles and doing some different stuff, getting more confident. You see this in Kevich. I saw something online where Bisley talked about figuring out, and I forget the artist he credits for, but figuring out that you don't make, you almost do a skinny Judge Dredd and then you pat him out in those big boots and shoulders and armor and gloves and all those other 
accoutrement that makes Judge Dredd. But he said, like, if you have muscles on top of that, it's just too much. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's and, and he's right. Like, I've tried drawing Judge Dredd that way. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of neat to see him working through that. This is some pretty, I, if you showed me just this page, I would not guess Bisley. Yeah. So it's kind of neat to see him doing that, too. Even this one, pretty wild for a Bisley piece. You could just put your mind in that place where this is like coming out for the first time and just how it fucking blows people's minds. This again, not Bisley. Yeah, I, where I don't you, think. Where you create a situation where you do get these these Biz clones. Dean Ormstrom. Or, Ormston. So it's still the, a different uh, guy, you yeah. know? And then you have your Angus Mackay's like and stuff. I like how he looks. Pretty interesting, uh... Pretty interesting style on its own. Wouldn't surprise me if he ended up doing a bunch of 2000 AD because it kind of feels like it'd be right at home in that. And then this is the John Hinkleton. Uh, one of the notes that I found on this, I think it was Douglas Walk is doing like the Judge Dredd reading. Is that right? Oh, he's he, he's done that in the past. So I found one of his articles on this story or on this book and he was saying like Hinkleton is, is, has said that he did one of these on LSD for one of these, but not, not clear which one. And as we flip through them, let me know if you figure out which one, although that's a pretty good face with just... That's a bad trip. That's the brown assy. <laughs> it could be. It could took be. the browns. It's a wild style, though. This is somebody that I did not know about until this book showed up in my mailbox, and it was like, kind of like this stuff, too. Yeah. Like, it's, it's incredible the amount of musculature that he's putting in a face. A there, lot of muscles that I don't... I have not seen before. There were these Titan reprints that would have this kind of color and stuff like that and and there would you know they would do it right they would have like a, a ball end or, or mick mcmahon up front and then it would have these like mm -hmm. adjacent dudes and i think i have some of his work yeah i love seeing like um these these guys who do their own color it really allows for something you know like this i can't tell if it's markers or paint that's going in there yeah but combined with the black and white line art that's a pretty radical style for something that would have been like early 90s i, I have to imagine that the judge dread magazine had glass paper for to support this kind of like because like imagine that dark blue on a newsprint especially yes. that 2000 ad newsprint like it just it would might as well be black yeah hard to imagine that working how about that for like a, a b beer <laughs> would not want to draw if you told me any of these stories were done on lsd i'd be like sure I'm not gonna argue with you because it's just they're out there this represents like the second third generation judge dread artists so you have all that baggage that you have to rise up to and and try to show and prove so you got this great history to build on and you got to bring your a game this is judge dread going undercover in a fat suit in order to like infiltrate this guy just covered in flesh and blood so over the top great character stuff though all of these pages where you see him inventing a bunch of characters like look at that for just pure drawing where like you're having these faces overlap at different angles to get three eyes and stuff on a face very far out there and and i think clear whenever i say it is hard to tell which one he's tripping and drawing because every one of these has some kind of like outlandish imagery you know i don't even know what that creature is that's being dissected and yeah. back together autopsied in front of everybody some of this does feel like it could be 2000 ad though you know maybe the coloring wouldn't work but the line art sure i think will. no totally yeah yeah i'm sure these people it has that sensibility you know we talk about that sometimes of like the marvel uk stuff feeling like it's not marvel house style and i feel like 2000 ad has a certain house style that's just ridiculous 
speaking of like the size of your shoulder pads and how far you can push it, <laughs> would have been amazing to see some of the image dudes tackle a Judge Dread with that kind of like like they have some of that language. It makes it makes no sense to do this. Love this image just because of like uh, rights issues and, and ownership stuff. But I always thought it would be fun to like do the American invasion of 2000 AD and like and do our own like deconstructions of the strontium dog and drudge dread and stuff but i would never bother because they own it like, yeah right like, I, like i'm a comic maker so i have to own the stuff that i make when you think of all the bootleg stuff that we've seen it's hard to believe there's not a a, a fun dojinshi bootleg of 2000 ad you know they probably and we're back to bisley by the way they, so they probably copy protected it by making that fucking costume so hard to draw <laughs> <laughs> like, it does seem impossible like what a bitch of a co- drawn eagles in 3D, basically, on a shoulder, get the fuck, and then that chain and the badge. Nothing about the Judge Judge costume is easy to draw. That helmet is weird. Yeah, totally. Man, you see pieces of this stuff, too, where it's like, it, it's it's totally, this is that early 90s Bisley. This is the stuff that I would be scooping up in Lobos or in the Batman Judge Dread crossovers, and I just love it. I love that you can find, like, more of this work. Because I've seen pieces of this in various places, but to get it all collected in one book is awesome. And there have been a couple editions of this book, so yeah. uh, it's not an impossible thing to find. It's this one was I think twenty bucks, so it's not an outrageous book to uh, to afford either. King K. Fibers getting the cheapest copies. This is cool. This is Bisley again, but here it's lime work with that like painted color on top, which is possibly my favorite Bisley. I like his line work a lot, and you know I like his painted work too. But this is almost your best of both worlds. And look at this for like. Again, back to the caricature kind of stuff. I think of stuff like the uh, Bill Sienkiewicz Dune adaptation. Yeah. Where, like, he's really exaggerating and playing with these forms. And you kind of see it here. And the cartoon element, once again, that you mentioned in the beginning of this video, it's on display in most of these stories with Bisley. It's almost part of the DNA. It doesn't feel like a gimmick that he's bringing in, but just a major part of it. And uh, Walt Bisley presents Bimba. So (laughs) maybe the weirdest story in this collection they save for near the end here. I get the sense that uh, when he when he pencils a page, that it is so loose. Oh, I bet you. Because yeah. the expression in the ink line is major. Is that a dickhead? <laughs> yeah, it is. I think we actually see it uh, go off at some point. <laughs> it erupts. Keep, keep an eye on his head, Ed, <laughs> as this story progresses. But look at this for, you know, like, it's just a real mashup stylistically. It makes me wonder what's going on. Somebody made a comment on one of these posts about how it's like two markers that he's coloring the backgrounds, and there you go. Yes. <laughs> Fulfilling his destiny, if you will. <laughs> totally out there. And oh, then here we goodness. go, man. Ballad of Toad McFarlane and Brendan McCarthy here now providing the artwork. And I, I don't even know where to begin with this story. There's like a magical frog that impregnates Toad's parents. And uh, as a mutant, they got to keep him hidden. But whenever he becomes a teenager, he just can't, st- you know, he's got to get outside of the house. And of course, can't have mutants there in Mega City 1. <laughs> Way over the top. You know, we we got to do skin on the Yeah, channel. we should, yeah. Maybe even have, have uh, McCarthy join us to do skin. How fun would that be? It would be good. It'd be really good. And uh, John Hinkleton, the uh, the other artist in here that's featured, writing kind of this end piece and talking about, you know, being in a book with Bisley and stuff. So, pretty cool. I was very happy with this collection because I was looking for Bisley and found some other stuff. And I actually brought a uh, John Hinkleton. 
Oh, I have this comic too. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so uh, I thought I'd do a quick bonus because I don't know where else to show this, and it's one of my favorite Texiera comics. So expect uh, three minutes here, everybody, of us looking at a Punisher with Mark Texiera at the top of his game. He's, we will look at this again because, like, Texas Punisher is a thing. So, like, that just show this. Fair enough. I copied this thing so many times. Yeah. I love this kind of approach that Tex was bringing. And man, I think it's a sympathetic creator to Bisley. This is coming out of that Neil Adams continuity studio direction. I don't know that the two inform one another, but boy, did they have a place in my in my stylistic head. You know, my triangle, my Scott McCloud triangle of styles, Bisley and Tex were pretty close to each other, and I grabbed books from either one when I had the chance. Tex, Tex was my favorite artist for, for a good clip there, man, when it was like... Wolverine, Punisher, Sabretooth. Yes. Yeah. Even uh, Ghost Rider also. That's where like, I first like, saw him. Like when he was first doing his thing, man, it got that uh, Marvel mm -hmm. uh, Abrams book that shows the kayfabe photos of him doing a splash page. And I'm just like, who is this fucking guy? And when I started to see his works, I'm just like, this is killer killer knockout comics well that's a future date then ed because i would love to look at a little more text art on this channel and i totally. think our fans uh if if they're here this far they're gonna dig text too if they mm -hmm. uh whether they're longtime fans or new to them no doubt man uh let's get out of here man k favors like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available and uh we have a patreon uh hit the description hit the link in the description below you're going to be able to uh support the channel that way and if you're a king kayfaber at that level of support you're watching us record this video live and you are uh able to get all the videos before anybody else but the vids are brought to you by the books that we make and right now i have uh the hip-hop family tree omnibus coming out 2023 man 140 plus pages of uh, art and and new stuff it's not in the original four volumes. It's my best book that I've ever made. I hope you support that book. Uh, there are four volumes of the regular Hip Hop Family Tree, two volumes of Red Room, and uh, this is the cover to the new round of Red Room comics we're doing. Uh, Crypto Killers issue number one. That's my cover that'll be on the stands. We've got sketch covers. Jimmy did his variant cover. There it is right there, man, by way of Rob Liefeld. That's the cover for issue two. And uh, Peach Momoko just delivered hers this morning for uh, Red Room 1, so so uh, get your hands on that. Uh, two volumes of the trade paperbacks, three volumes X-Men Grand Design, and WYSIWYG. Jimmy, what books you got there, man? Street Angel Princess of Poverty will be out later this spring from Image Comics. This is my next book. You can pre-order this now wherever you buy books. It will collect all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadliest Girl Alive, which is still available from Image Comics back in print after a little time missing. So uh, add that to your collection. Hulk Grand Design and The Plain Janes are my other books that are available and easy to come by right now. Please add those to your collection if you haven't already. And join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug, where you can see lots more of my art and comics, download out-of-print zines and mini-comics, and see the comics that I am working on next. So what else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All great ways to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Keep these videos coming to you on a daily basis. Give them those marching orders and we'll be on our way. Read more comics.